The following message is from Westway Christian Church in Scottsbluff, Nebraska. If you'd like to know more about us, go to westwaychurch.com. Thank you for listening. All right, as we get organized here, I apologize. No, go ahead and come on over. Um, the cheesiness is my fault. Coda was messing around on his guitar one day, and I said, you should do that when the graduates come up. And then it became a joke, and then we had to do it. So, um, graduates, welcome. Uh, we love you guys. We're glad to see you guys all made it all the way to this day. you still got a month to go, so don't quit yet. Um, we have asked our, our graduating families, the, the parents of these students, to just read a blessing that they have written over their child. Uh, this is something we started doing last year. Um, it was a lot harder for me last year uh, because one of these was mine. Uh, these are all mine, but one of these was mine, mine last year, and so that, that kind of twists things up a little bit. So parents, I, I feel your pain right now. Um, we won't prolong the agony too much. Um, one of the most important things that I think we can do for the kingdom of God is the way we raise our kids. And not only to be good Christian kids and just learn to behave and sit still and be quiet and all of that stuff, that's fine if that's that's fine for some people. I never mastered the sit still and be quiet thing, so I don't expect you guys to either. Um, but we want to raise our kids to be productive adults in the kingdom of God. And, man, that doesn't just happen on accident. And so what we have right now at, in this moment is just a minute, not not so much to pass the torch, but kind of to give that last nudge that says, we believe in you. We've seen you grow. We've seen tremendous change in your lives. And we believe in what God is going to do in your lives. You have what it takes to do what he calls you to do. And so I'm going to pass the mic, and we're just going to hear from some of the parents. Parents, would you introduce yourselves and your student? Um, some, some faces are really familiar. Some faces to some of these people are really strange. I mean unfamiliar. <laughs> Un- unfamiliar, that's the word I should have used. So uh, we're going to start down here and just pass it on. Okay, my name is Heather. This is my husband, James, and this is my daughter, Ashley. So baby girl, that's what I call you. First, I want to tell you how proud I am. You have grown into an amazing woman who is smart and confident. I am glad that you make your own decisions and don't let anything stand in your way. This will help you throughout life. I want you to live your life like you will never grow old. I hope you will always trust in God, pray for his help in times of distress, and thank him for all the blessings he gives you. You will never be alone because Jesus is always with you, but not in a creepy way. I know you have heard my Just Enough poem before, but it really sums up what I want for you. I wish you enough sun to keep your attitude bright. I wish you enough rain to appreciate the sun more. I wish you enough happiness to keep your spirit alive. I wish you enough pain so the smallest joys in life appear bigger. I wish you enough gain to satisfy your wanting. I wish you enough loss to appreciate all that you possess. I wish you enough hellos to get through the final goodbyes.
Hello, I'm Amy Weatherman. This is my son, Jacob, and this is stand-in dad, Ashley. <laughs> She's my support person. <laughs> Dear Jacob, I'm shaking too bad. I can't. <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> I received you as a gift from God on September 26, 2000. You were given to me as a blessing, not to keep, but to return to him one day. That day is quickly approaching as you venture out on your own. You've been a mama's boy from the very beginning, and being your mom is one of the greatest privileges of my life. While our day-to-day relationship will continue to change in the coming weeks, months, and years, my love and prayers for you will never end. I will continue to ask our Heavenly Father to protect, guide, and bless you as you continue on an exciting new season of life. I will continue to be your biggest cheerleader as you press on toward the passions God has put in your heart to impact his world. I'm so proud of how far you have come just in the last couple years. I can't take any credit for your accomplishments other than to say I've prayed for you. You know what you want to do and have taken the initiative to make it happen. As you continue to pursue your paramedics degree, I pray that God will continue to renew the passion in you to achieve all that you have your heart set on. Of all the things I could be proud of, I am most proud of your integrity and your character. Statistically, you have broken the mold. This day and age, so many kids from a broken home get lost. They get caught up with the wrong people in a less than upstanding behavior, drop out of school, and have no plans for their future. We've had our moments, our challenges, and our bumps in the road. Yes. (laughs) But you have a very good moral compass that you lean on when temptations come, and that integrity to be honest when you fall short. I can't tell you how proud I am of the young man you've become. I will continue to pray that God will give you the grace to maintain your faith and your integrity when you face inevitable struggles and temptations. He has made you for a purpose. Stay connected with his people and in his word. Follow his leading, and you will become all he has made you to be. I love you so much, and I'm so proud of you. I can't wait to see how God is going to use you in the years to come. Love, Mom. Hi, I'm Margie McDonald. This is my son, Anthony. And, Anthony, um, this comes not only from me, but from our whole family. Um, as when you came to us, you brought, when, since you came to, into our family, you have brought us much laughter, tears, and life experiences. You've had many obstacles to overcome, and you faced them courageously. Over the years, you have become very resilient. You have also developed a humorous side, making people laugh and sometimes making your mom cringe. (laughs) One of the qualities we admire most is your willingness to help others, especially those who are struggling. Our hope and prayer for your future is that whatever goals, accomplishments, and successes you reach will be centered around God as your center point in your life. May you find a peaceful happiness that comes from within yourself, not dependent on outside sources. Most of all, that we hope you find the security you desire and the knowledge and full understanding of who you are, what you stand for, and where you belong, a security of knowing that no matter what life challenges you face, God and your family will always be there for you. We love you, Anthony. Hello, 
My name is John, this is my wife Charlene, and this is our son Cole. Cole, it has been a wonderful experience to have you in our lives the past 18 years. Watching the wonderment and unbridled imagination of childhood turn into the discovery and conviction of your adulthood. We have seen the shy child become a self-confident, outgoing young man, one who makes responsible decisions that make us proud. We appreciate all the smiles, laughter, and joy you have brought to our lives, and we know that you will go on to share your kindness, understanding, and sense of humor with all those you encounter. We are proud of you that you have always stayed strong in your faith in God and made the effort to spend time with him. We encourage you to continue your journey with the Lord throughout the rest of your life. In fact, the Lord's words are better than ours. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 states, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding, but seek his will in all that you do. Another one of your mother's favorite verses is, I want to pass on, is John sixteen thirty three. I have told you this so that you will have peace in me here on earth, and you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart, because I have overcome the Lord. As you go out into the world on your own and start your own path through life, please remember Matthew six thirty two thirty three. Your heavenly Father already knows all of your needs, and he will give you all you need from day to day if you live for him and make the kingdom of God your primary concern. We are proud that you and your friend Caleb have tried to spread the love of the Lord by establishing a Bible club at school. We hope you are able to continue with your love of theater and be able to pursue more acting adventures as you go on to college and a career. I would like to conclude with my favorite prayer for you. May the road rise up to meet you. May the wind always be at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. May the rains fall soft upon your field. And until we are together again, may God keep you and hold you in the palm of his hand. My name is Amber, my husband Nick, and our son Caleb. Caleb, I know everyone says it, but we truly can't believe that we are at this point in our life. You came into our lives almost 19 years ago at a time when we least expected it. But our lives have, was changed in that moment that you arrived. We became young parents without a, clue what, without a clue, but we were blessed with the most perfect, chubby little baby boy. And now you have grown into a handsome young man who we couldn't be more proud of. You have made life so exciting, crazy, and wonderful at times. And we are so looking forward to the next steps in your life. Throughout the years, there, there may have been times where we don't always see eye to eye or times where dad and mom had, had no clue what we were doing. Seeing the young, man, the young Christ-like man you have become pleases us so much and more importantly pleases God. We can't wait to see what you do. You have taught us so many things even though you are the child and we are the parent. You have always humbled, we are always humbled when you share verses or stories with us to brighten up our day. 
a Bible verse that we know you always lean on and have taught us to lean on too is Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared us to do in advance. God has prepared and is preparing you for an amazing things. The path that you have chosen to take is not an easy one, as it requires determination, strength, kindness, and a strive to keep going. These are all qualities that you already possess, and when we stop and think of that, we couldn't be more excited for you and what your future brings. Remember to continue leaning upon God during the next stage of your life, and remember that mom and dad will always be on your side, even though we have to let go a little and let you make those decisions that may be hard on some days. Know that we love you, and we'll always be your number one fan. Don't be afraid to try new things. Don't be afraid to fail, and don't be afraid to lean, learn from your mistakes. As we stand here today with your fellow graduates and friends, we want you to realize the impact of one kind gesture. Over the years, it has brought us much joy to watch you quietly plant seeds of faith, friendship, and love, all without expectation, and watch each of those grow into something amazing. You genuinely connect with everyone you meet. It is our hope that you fearlessly carry that genuine heart, kind spirit, and strength with you into each of life's great endeavors which lie ahead of you today. Let his spirit continue to guide you in thought, word, and action, and together we know you will have an unstoppable future. Continue to show Christ in all you do in the future. On the good days and on the crazy days, he is always there for you. Talk to him often and always share him with others. You are so valuable to us and you are so valuable to Christ. A favorite verse of mine has always been 1 Timothy 4.12. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in life, in love, in faith, and in purity. Live that amazing, exciting, crazy, wonderful, weird life that God has planned for you. Set your examples and don't let anyone stop you. There are so many emotions for our family right now. Changes will take place and are supposed to take place. Dad will miss playing video games with you late into the night. Mom will miss picking up your stinky socks left at the front door. And Logan will miss you paying for his lunch all the time. But most importantly, know that we will miss you so much more. Even though there may be sadness, we are excited for you and ready for you to experience new things and see where God puts you and how he uses you. We are thrilled for you to start on the journey to the career that you have always wanted. We're Josh and Heidi Sell, and this is our baby, Rex. July 5th, 2017 was your decision day to be baptized. You did it completely on your own. We are so proud of you for your decision. Nothing about this life will be easy, but as long as you have the Lord to walk with you and carry you through this life, you have eternity. You know this because of the losses you've suffered in the last two and a half years. 
To most people, you're such a mild and easygoing guy, but your personality and sense of humor are always a joy. You are never afraid to speak your mind or make your opinion known, at least around us. You are such a smart, respectful, talented young man. We have heard you sing both your country songs and Christian songs. You are always open to having conversations that help you get as much information to make your own decisions. We want you to be encouraged. The upcoming decisions will be an adventure for you. Remember, this is a new beginning for you and so many decisions to make and so many opportunities to reach for. Strive for what God has in store for you and your life. Don't settle. Jeremiah 29:11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Never forget how you were raised and the morals and values that have been instilled into you. Colossians 1:10. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord, and your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. All the while, you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. You are one that has a good reputation, work ethic, and you work hard. Proverbs 22.1 says, Choose a good reputation over great riches. Being held in high esteem is better than silver or gold. You know the difference between right and wrong. Proverbs 2.7 he grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. He is a shield to those who walk with integrity. Allow yourself to hear God's still small voice in your life. Jeremiah 29, 13. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. There will be disappointing times in your life. Look to God and pray for his guidance. Philippians 4, 6. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Continue com your commitment to the Lord and surround yourself with those that will pray for you and with you. First Chronicles 16.11 Search for the Lord and for his strength. Continually seek him. Keep asking questions about faith and life. Matthew 6.33 Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. The devil will always be lurking around and watching when he can influence your life. First Peter 2.12 be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors, then even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable, honorable behavior, and they will give honor to God when he judges the world. And one that you had memorized when you were small, John fourteen six, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. We pray for you, Braxton, for the life you have, for the life you will live in the future, the decisions you have to make, the woman you will marry, and the children you will be blessed to raise. God knows every thought you think, task you tackle, events in your life before they ever happen. Braxton, always remember how much we love you and how proud we are of you and all you have achieved, achieved so far in life, and there is more yet to come. Thank you guys all. Um, you can make your way back to your seats. Yeah, give them one more hand. So guys, you have about a month, and then the easy part's done. 
That doesn't sound very encouraging, does it? You know, as the parents are talking, I was thinking back there, there aren't very many people that have had the vantage point that I've had with those kids. I've been here a long time. Those kids were kindergartners when I, when I got here, I think. That's crazy. I remember Caleb when he was still in the chubby boy phase. Not like chubby boy, but I didn't see him when he was a complete baby. But you know what? God has grown those kids and you so much over that time. It's always interesting to me to think about um, the new horizons that God is always bringing into view. The new territory that God is always sending his people into. And as I was thinking about that and thinking about how our graduates are going into brand new territory for them, I thought of Joshua. And I just want to read a little bit of, of God's charge to Joshua. And graduates, if you would take this personally, you will do well. The rest of us, if we will take this personally, we will do well. So after the death of Moses, this is Joshua 1. After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. He said, Moses, my servant is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan River into the land I am giving them. Now, just so you know, a little bit of background, just in case. Moses had gone into Egypt, told Pharaoh, let my people go. Eventually, Pharaoh relented and let his people go. And Moses was the leader of the nation of Israel. As they set out from slavery, gained their freedom, and traveled to what they called the promised land. They called it the promised land because it was land that God had promised way back to their ancestor Abraham and said, wherever you set foot here, I will give that land as an inheritance to your people, to your descendants. Moses was one of those descendants, and so are the rest of the Israelites. And so on their journey from Egypt to what we call Israel, what they called the promised land, Canaan, they got a little lost. They had a leader, and for the most part, he led well. But there were some moments where they lost track of where God was leading. And they ended up wandering around in the desert for 40 years. Joshua, who we're going to talk about, was Moses' assistant. So I don't know if you've ever been the assistant to the leader. Um, sometimes it's a nice job to have because you're close to leadership. You get to have input into big decisions. But when it comes down to it, when something goes wrong, it's not your fault. Like, you, you can walk away. I've joked with John before when some things happened. I said, this is why people stay in youth ministry for 20 years. Because sometimes it's not my problem. That's the senior pastor's job. Joshua had some of those moments, I'm sure, where he was able to 
enjoy being in the shadow of Moses and let Moses lead and not have the responsibility. But now, Moses has passed away. He wandered off into the mountains, like literally. When it was time for him to go, he said, okay, guys, he gave some instructions, gave some time of prayer. I'm leaving now, and he wandered off into the mountains alone to die. Joshua's in charge. All of a sudden, there's no shadow to hide under. And Joshua gets this instruction from God. I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set your foot, you will be on land that I have given you. From the wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north, from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all the land of the Hittites, no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. For I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Graduates and the rest of us, God will not fail us and he will not abandon us. Where our moms and our dads might fall short, God never will. Where our friends will walk away from us when it gets tough to be our friend, God never will. So he says, be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey the instructions Moses gave you. Don't deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. His instruction to Joshua is be strong and be courageous. That is really easy to say as the one instructing. Like, as your youth minister for the past 12 years, guys, it's really easy for me to say, as you graduate and go off into who knows what, be strong and courageous. So easy to say. I've said it a lot of times. But when you're the one that all of a sudden is in charge of things that you've never been in charge of before, like your own life. Sometimes it's tough to be strong and to be courageous. And so God is telling Joshua here, be strong and courageous even though you've never done this before. Joshua had never been the leader. And even in those areas where he had leadership, he had leadership in leading people to wander around the desert. Now they're going to cross this river and go into this occupied land where people already live and become an army driving them out of their homeland. That's a different job. Joshua wasn't prepared for that. He'd never done that before. And so like us, I think there was some fear. And God says, be strong and courageous even though you're afraid, even though you're scared. And he says, be strong and courageous even though you may not feel prepared. Graduates, I would say the same thing to you. As you guys go to college, as you guys begin careers, as you move into whatever is next for you, you've never done this before. 
the easy part is almost over. Brace yourselves and be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Be strong and courageous. Don't worry about, I'm not ready. I'm not prepared. Now, that doesn't mean you just don't prepare for things. Don't go into your first test without studying, okay? That does not go well in college, I've heard. Prepare, but recognize the level of lack of preparation that you feel might be accurate, but it shouldn't limit you. See, we can be strong and courageous because God is not surprised by our circumstances. God knew exactly what was going to happen as Joshua led the nation and led the army. He went from being a tour guide, assistant tour guide, to being the commander of the army. That was a big shock for him. It wasn't a shock for God. God wasn't surprised by the circumstances that Joshua was in. He led him to those circumstances. Guys, God is not going to be surprised by the circumstances of your life. Like, you're going to get to college, and you're going to get this weird roommate, and something's going to happen with him, and you're like, where did that kid come from? God's not surprised. You're going to get a job, like many of us have, where something's going to happen different than what we think should have happened. And we can shrug our shoulders and wonder what happened. But God's not surprised. There's going to be a flood and a storm that's going to wreck all kinds of things and cause all kinds of damage. We'll be surprised. God is not surprised by our circumstances. We can also be strong and courageous because God can handle whatever we fear. Whatever we're afraid of, God's not afraid. I know as you think about what's next, and even for those of us that haven't thought about what's next for a while, we should still think about what's next. Graduates, here's a secret. A lot of us don't think about what's next because we're afraid to think about what's next. Don't be afraid. Be strong and courageous. That doesn't mean you're never going to have any fears. It just means you're going to move forward in any way. Because God can handle whatever you fear. You can be strong and courageous because God is completely prepared and ready to sustain you. You're not on your own. Do you realize that? I'm not just talking to the graduates now. Do you realize that you are not alone? None of us. God will never leave us. He will never forsake us. That's the promise we have in his son. And that's even better than a promised land. We have a promised presence in our lives, his Holy Spirit living within us to sustain us, to give us everything we need and empower us in every way that we need to be empowered to do everything that he calls us to do. 
That's the promise of his Holy Spirit, and that's what allows us to be strong and courageous. God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, Paul told Timothy, but of power. We don't have anything to be afraid of. We don't have anything to shrink back from. We have a great high priest who ushers us right into the presence of God. And that's just, sometimes we think about that, you know, ushered into the presence of God. That seems like a way off somewhere in the distance, up in heaven thing. But I'm not talking about way off up in the distance, up in heaven, presence of God. I'm talking about living right now with the living, breathing, sustaining presence of God in our lives today. That's what allows us to be strong and courageous. That's what allowed me last year to drop my daughter off 400 miles away and walk away, knowing she's about to get her butt kicked by college, knowing she's about to make decisions that I wish she would have made some other decision, knowing stuff is going to happen that I don't have control over, His Holy Spirit in me allows me to say, you know what? She is God's before she is mine. These kids that stood up here, they belong to God. They've been made by God and made in his image. And he will not let them down. Church, I want to just call you to continue to pray for our graduates and pray for each other that every single one of us would continue to be faithful to bring the kingdom of heaven here on earth the way that Jesus prayed we would. I want to ask you just to take a couple minutes to pray quietly. Um, And then we're going to have another prayer of music or musical prayer. Uh, If you want to stand during that time, you can. It'll be a new song. Um, I know several of the other ones probably weren't new too. If you don't know the song, just pray the words. It's very easy to think, well, I can't do this because that's new. I don't know that. I didn't, this particular song, I didn't know until last week. But as as it talks about what we long for, the presence of God in our lives, that's a prayer that whether you can ever sing a note or not, that's a prayer that we should all be praying.